Hey everybody on this episode of the sapient we are having another guest Sally Giman Thank you I appreciate you having me Could you please introduce yourself Hi my name is Sally Giman I became a real estate investor back in uh 2018 after my mom my parents drove from Phoenix Arizona to the Charlotte area my mom got sick and I was on a ventilator for 15 uh, for 13 months in the hospital for uh 15 months. She got better, but I was still living in Phoenix and I was going to their house uh three three times a week to go through their mail. November 2018, her Medicare statement, 27 pages uh uh folded in half. I opened it up and my dad was retired military sheet, so her med- medical coverage was completely taken care of, but for one month in the hospital it cost her $172,000. I was in shock. I was working as a Medicare broker. I was an hourly I was um making commissions as an hourly employee and I had an $8,000 deductible on my healthcare insurance. I needed to make a change. So I called my friend right then and there in my parents' kitchen. Uh I called my friend Glenn, said I needed to learn how to start investing in real estate. I started uh first thing I did was use my self-directed IRA to buy five properties and wholesale them and never look back. July of 2020, I bought uh the deal of the week. It was a bank-owned reverse mortgage for $20,000 that would go to auction for $50,000. Fantastic. I'm going to make $30,000 uh uh rate of return on that uh piece of property. Only problem, July of 2020, middle of COVID. I had to wait uh 13 months to, for the uh court systems to open again. During that time, I uh had read a book called uh by Garrett Gunderson, he's an instructor in my real estate group. Uh his book was called What the Rockefellers Do. I went back to that book and scoured it and started doing research. My background is competitive intelligence and also an insurance license. Um I started researching down the rabbit hole I found the law firm that has the patent on the Spendthrift Trust. There are other Spendthrift Trusts out there without the patent. It's legal. It's in the IRS tax code 643B like Bravo, and it has gone in front of the US Supreme Court twice and been favored by the US Supreme Court saying the Spendthrift Trust can do what it does. I became a client and then I started teaching in my real estate group uh a mastermind for 18 months. uh doing really well uh the first deal that house in Rocky Mountain North Carolina went to auction August 28th 2021 held it for thir- uh for 13 months instead of going for $50,000 it went up to $64,000 and I got to I made $44,000 but more importantly I saved 10,000 over $10,500 on that first real estate deal in the Spendthrift Trust so my goal thank you Ganesh for having me on your podcast mm-hmm. I want to teach as many people in the United States what the rich know, the Rockefellers and US presidents know. Maybe it's not for you, but at least uh you might learn something new about the Spendthrift Trust. Got it. Um so yeah, I hope to explore this more, you know, throughout the episode. Um yeah, just getting back to the basics, right? Um you know like uh, as you said, you know, once you got into real estate, you know, you discovered a lot of these things that let's say you did not know before. um you know early earlier on right so my question is when you started learning this what was your initial reaction to this originally when i started um with my real estate i used my self i self directed my 
traditional IRA that has a whole lot more money, my Roth IRA, and start using my, my health savings account. Um, now I moved to North Carolina because I do a, it's a very strange rule in North Carolina. It's called upset bids. In 2022, I won eight upset bids and I wholesaled them all, mm -hmm. all through the trust. And uh, just to let you know, short-term capital gains are 23.8%. There is passed legislation in the United States to raise that to 40% for some tax mm -hmm. brackets. I've so far, I've saved over $66,000 in capital gains with the Spendthrift mm -hmm. Trust. And I also hold 12 um, notes. I'm the mortgage on the uh, plate, uh, on the property. People pay, I only have the paper on the house, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. People pay me the uh, every month their mortgage. That's interest income. And I get to save that with the trust too. So real estate has changed my life only for the better. Okay, got it. So, uh, you know, once you started learning this, and you know you evolved into let's say a different kind of person you know in terms of uh, you know how you processed you know where would you place your money and you know how what what would you do with your money so uh, you know my next question is um when you got into this you know what was your total investment correct correct the information um at my website i do have a, a slide deck for people this information is legal. You can Google it. Um, you know, I I do real estate and I do a little bit of crypto. I actually have some op, uh, options trading that a friend of mine does. I don't like options trading. He does he does it all for me. But I I'm I'm saving uh, federal taxes just like the Rockefellers and the U.S. presidents do. Got it. So, um, you know, like what would be your answer to those people who know would say, you know, tax. You know, like saving on taxes is legal, but you know it's 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 unethical to some extent. You know, what would be your let's say point of view for that kind of person? Correct. Um, just to give you a little bit of history, this does come from England. Uh, the the trust comes from England way back when King Henry the Eighth started the Church of England. He was chopping off his wife's mm -hmm. head, but he wanted to divorce <laughs> them. Uh, he went to go to, uh, tax the lords and ladies mm -hmm. of England. They went way back even further to the Magna Carta. I don't have the dates. I'm dyslexic. I get dates confused. So this comes from England. Um, I don't know if people realize the IRS tax code only started in 1913 when we entered World mm -hmm. War One. So uh, the law firm I work on behalf of, they have inherited this trust. It is turning 350 years old in 2023. Mm -hmm. So this is before the United States became the United States. It's written into the IRS tax code. It has gone in front of the uh, U.S. Supreme Court. And if I, I, I don't read taxes very often, but if you look at the first page of the IRS tax code, it says it is up to each individual to uh, save as much taxes as they can. I'm an English lit major, my undergrad. If you know the works of Shakespeare, mm -hmm. if you line up all of Shakespeare's works, you know they're going to be about this much. The U.S. tax code is 10 times the size of Shakespeare's mm -hmm. work. So there's all these loopholes and everything else. I am not a tax accountant. I am not a trust attorney. I work for trust attorneys to help people save. The, uh, if you're a 1099 income mm -hmm. earner, you're going to save 70% of your federal taxes with the business trust. If you're an investor, I don't care what kind of investor, you're going to save capital gains, interest income, dividend income, rental income, short term or long term, and then royalties. Uh, most people don't realize, you know, royalties are an author, an artist, a screenplay, an actor, but it also includes NFTs, um, NFT crypto, mm -hmm. 
NFT real estate or NFT artwork are all royalties. And so my goal, thank you for having me, uh, Ganesh. My goal is to teach this to as many people as possible. I'm not making fun of people, but the poor have a safety mm -hmm. net. The rich know all this information. It's the middle class that's getting um, squeezed in between. I, you know, I, I'm a military brat. I'm complete middle class. And I want, if I found this out and can start saving money and start becoming uh, wealthy with doing mm -hmm. real estate, I want to teach other people how maybe a solution maybe it's not for them but at least there's a solution out yes. there um yeah so before we get you know a little bit technical into the you know conversation um i just want to uh, you know help our audience you know like let's say walk along us uh, in terms of where you know we are going uh, so for those people who do not know or who do not understand could you just define what is a sp uh, spent thrift sure now the full name, so I, I don't want to get you all confused, but you should know the full name. It's irrevocable. That means it goes from generation to generation to generation. 97% of the trusts in the United States are what's called a family trust. My mom and dad had it. My uh, Susie Orman talks about that on PBS television. Only thing that a family trust does is avoid going to probate. Um, you know, my, I, when I finished my dad's trust, when I finished my, doing my dad's taxes for 2022, that trust dissolves and all the money in that trust gets uh, divided between my two brothers and I, and it's gone away. So it's irrevocable, generation to generation. The Rockefellers Trust, they call it the office. It's seven generations old and it has almost 400 people all under the same EIN number. So it, this could be a massive tra trust if you want. Mm -hmm. Irrevocable, complex. It can hold money from day to day, month to month, year to year, decade to decade. Irrevocable, complex, discretionary. Whoever is the trustee or trustees can make the rules for the beneficiaries if you want. I don't do anything special for my family. Non-grantor. This makes it 100% private. Somebody who uh, will not be a beneficiary or who you invest with signs up for the trust, signs away from the trust. Uh, I do this for my clients free of charge. Somebody else from the law firm can do this. It just sets up the trust and then the spendthrift. Again, you know, the, there's documentation. Uh, the trust I have is patented. Uh, it's called the Benson Financial uh, Trust. Paul Benson was a law professor at Harvard. He wrote this trust about 70 years ago. And, you know, I, I happened to find it because I, I'm a curious individual. I went through a book and underlined and called and Googled and every, every person I could find to find this trust so I could save money. I want to help other people save money at the same time. Got it. So, uh, and apart from, you know, saving taxes and all these things, what would be the you know, reason for a person to you know, go with uh, this route? Correct. You know, beside, besides saving taxes, which everybody wants to do, it's going to keep your information 100% private, which is important in today's uh, information. And then the third most important thing the trust does is it stops you from paying judgments if you're sued. I can't stop you from being sued. And unfortunately in the United States, uh, we're a litigious a society. Mm -hmm. What would happen is everything's in the trust, my car, my house, um, my real estate, my crypto, my dividends, everything's in the trust. I, Sally Gimmon, owe mm -hmm. nothing. They can't sue the trust. They can only sue me as an individual. So if they try to sue me, I owe nothing by control everything. I just send back the uh, first page of the trust saying, here it is, there's nothing there. I've had six clients this has ha happened to where someone tried to sue them. One, one client uh, has an Airbnb mm -hmm. and, you know, 
the woman, he, he's up, he's in, up in Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan, clearing out a hoarder house, seven huge dumpsters of mm-hmm. junk. Uh, his house, his uh, Airbnb is near Tucson, Arizona. She sends him a text. Oh, wow, kind of interesting. Memorial Day weekend. A year ago, she sends him a text a, a year ago saying, I fell and broke my wrist. I'm going to sue you for everything you have. His Airbnb near Tucson is beautiful. It's up in the desert, uh, A-frame glass house that looks across all the desert, you know, just really pretty. Mm-hmm. He calls me. He's like, what the heck do I do? I'm like, where's your trust booklet? He goes, it's in the back of my Jeep. On Tuesday, after uh, Memorial Day weekend, he gets a lawsuit from her attorney saying they're going to sue him for over $100,000 because that's you know, you know what people are insured mm-hmm. for. He just sends back the first page back to the attorney and the lawsuit went away. So just for Brandon on that one one lawsuit, he saved over $100,000. Mm-hmm. He got curious because you know he didn't know who this woman was. He Googled her. She lives in Los Angeles. She had sued eight other Airbnb hosts all over the Southwest, Las Vegas, San Francisco, San Diego, other places. Eight times she made more than $100,000 off of each one of those Airbnb hosts because she, her doctor was in on it and her attorney was in mm-hmm. on it. I don't know how this woman sleeps at night, but that's her job is to sue people uh, to, to make money. And she got she didn't get anything out of Brandon because his Airbnb was in the uh, Spendthrift Trust. That's in the beneficial Spendthrift mm-hmm. Trust. But do you also think that, you know, like this kind of trust formation helps, you know, people, um, you know, in ways of controlling irresponsible, let's say, family members? Correct, correct. So the neat thing about this, when you when you start the trust, you have an entire team to set it up for you and uh, a, a retainer fee to work with in a CPA. You know, let's say you, you start this in June of 2023, you won't file your taxes until April of 2024. Mm-hmm. But then you can also put your family members into it. So I personally have both my brothers, my sister-in-laws and all my nieces and nephews in the trust. Unfortunately, this trust will not work with ten uh, with W-2 income earners that's my entire family. Yeah. So every Christmas and every birthday, I buy them a silver coin. So they have something in the trust. If they d- decide they want to sil- sell that silver, they will do it in the trust and not pay capital gains or interest income on that uh, silver coin. So I'm trying to get them more involved with the trust, but you can't take a horse. You can't make a horse drink when you take them to the water. If that yes, makes sense. Got it. So, um, yeah. So earlier you said uh, something about, you know, one zero nine nine earners. Um, you know, for those people who are, let's say, financially illiterate, you know, could you help them understand what is this exactly? Correct. Correct. So 1099 income earners are people who work for themselves. Maybe they're a salesperson, they're a real estate agent, they're uh, on under a uh, contract. My bro- uh, actually, my brother is a 1099 contract worker. He's a Six Sigma person. He works different mm-hmm. jobs. Um, I, I have three businesses in the, uh, in the business trust that I make 1099 income on, like I sell online education. When you have a 1099 job and you're paying your own taxes, if you're in the spendthrift trust, you will save 70% on your federal taxes. If you set this up correctly and have everything in the spendthrift trust, you will not file state taxes. You know, uh, people who live in New York or Illinois or California, this could save them a lot of money, not paying state taxes. And this trust goes from generation to generation. So this is going to save you year one, year two, year three, four, five, six, seven, eight, continuously saving you money over and over again. What one of my clients, I'm 
he's he's an online affiliate mm-hmm. marketer. Um, he makes forty thousand dollars a month doing his because he's got a huge downline. Uh-huh. He's saving a ton of money with the Spendthrift Trust. Got it. The business Spendthrift mm-hmm. Trust. Yeah. Uh, so um, you know, let's say a person is uh, you know he decides to let's say you know start with this. What do you think would be the overhead cost of you know like getting started with it and you know uh, having an attorney and you know what would be the you know general cost involved in this? Good question. Um, when when I started my Spendthrift Trust, I had six LLCs. The trust will not hold any stat, uh, statutory uh, entities. So when you have an LLC, an S corp or C corp, that's on the state level. So I shut down uh, six LLCs. Uh, I was uh, pay, paying $150 per LLCs to do a K-1 March 15th. All of that went away. Now, one trust, either the business trust or the beneficial trust, I'm going to be honest, the price is $20,500 upfront, either by uh, wire transfer or by certified uh, check. They don't take credit cards because people can cancel that. But once you pay for it, you're going to use it over and over again. So my first, my first property that uh, bank owned uh, reverse mortgage in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, I saved $10,500. I have a crypto bot that uh, uh, makes me money every single day, about nothing fancy, but about $38.50 mm-hmm. a day. I'm not paying capital gains on that money every single day. One-time one fee, you do have a team that comes with you, uh, including a retainer fee for uh, your uh, for to work with the CPA who will file your first, your 1041 for you. And then if you decide to have both trusts, many of my clients, um, only six of us have both trusts, but if you have both trusts, it would be $37,000 one-time payment now, six months from now, or even two years from now. But most people, when, when I talk to them, we discuss what they do. Most people either need one trust or the other trust. You know, some people have, uh, an Amazon store. They need the business trust. Other people who are in crypto or Forex need the beneficial mm-hmm. trust. I, I usually have at least one or two meetings with a person, answer all their questions, send them the information and e- explain what the difference mm-hmm. is. I'm not out to gorge people. I'm out to help them. And if you only need one trust, that's, that's all you need. I, you know, I, I want to make sure you're taking care of that. Got it. So let's say, um, you know, as we are you know, moving forward, you know, if a person wants to, uh, you know, set up, set up this kind of trust and you know save money what would be a, what would you think would be a very conservative kind of net worth when he or she should start considering you know starting start to form a trust like this correct that's a good question i usually tell people you need to be making at least fifty thousand dollars you know fifty thousand dollars in crypto forex trading real estate then then start looking at the trust because once you you'll uh, just to give you an idea if you wholesale a house for fifty thousand dollars in uh in the united states capital gains on that fifty thousand dollar profit would be thirteen thousand nine hundred dollars mm-hmm. it doesn't pay for the trust but if you do three houses in a year it's going to pay it off pay it off for you um again i i i i'm telling people look at their uh previous uh taxes how much did they pay in 1099 income are is it gonna uh, uh, will it make them save money one of one of my clients uh true story he's a car salesman he makes 1099 income he he's got the trust i work with business brokers oh by the way just so i can let you know this uh ganesh if you're selling a business in the united states 
I don't care if you do it privately or if you do it with a business broker, the federal government is going to take 15% or 20% of the sale of the business. No matter how much you owe, whatever the sale price, they're going to take 15% or 20% for, to pay for uh, long-term capital gains. This is why I work with business brokers, but business brokers get paid in 1099 income. So um, they, they have, uh, I've got several business brokers with the business trust. They're helping their clients sell the business. Just to give you an idea, uh, somebody, uh, the son, the 28 year old mm -hmm. son saw me on TikTok before Christmas. He showed it to his dad. His dad was selling a 42 year old family restaurant in Kentucky and he, he's 69, mm -hmm. his wife is 68. They're moving to Florida with the proceeds because we put the restaurant into the Spendthrift Trust before it was sold. He's going to save either four hundred and sixty thousand mm -hmm. dollars in in uh, capital gains at fifteen percent, or six hundred thousand dollars in capital gains. His wife on March fifteenth called me in happy tears, going, "Do you know what that does for our retirement? That you know, that's a lot of money for somebody retiring." Yes. So, so the business broker did not know about it. He sent me three more clients. And because he's an affiliate marketer of mine, all three clients got the trust and then he gets paid because he sent me three more clients. So again, I sent you uh, the link too, because this is your podcast. You should get paid for anyone who wants to find out mm -hmm. about this. Got it. Um, so, yeah. So uh, my next question is, right, because, you know, you are having clients all over the states, you know, uh, would you prefer them to open this trust in a particular state? It, this is on the federal level, so federal taxes. Mm -hmm. So I don't care if you're in Florida, if you're in Puerto Rico, or even if in Louisiana that has uh, different laws than the rest mm -hmm. of the country. It's uh, anyone can have this anywhere in the United States. I do have foreign nationals. I have a, Cana a Canadian who has real estate in the United States, and then a gentleman from Saudi Arabia who has uh, real estate in the United States. The real estate in the United States, I can help them with. I can't help them at their home countries in Canada or in Saudi Arabia. But um, they do have one more form to fill out because being a foreign national in the United States, they have one more form to fill out than uh, uh, than somebody in the United mm -hmm. States. But um, this is on federal level. It's going to save you only on certain federal taxes. People say, oh, I'm going to be tax free. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, no. I can't help you being tax free. <laughs> I wish you luck on that. But you know, the, the, if you do get everything in here, I moved from Arizona to North Carolina to do more real estate. There's a very strange rule here in North Carolina that I take a part of. My car is in, when I w registered it here in North Carolina, I put it into the trust. The trust paid for the registration. The trust pays for the gas. The trust pays for the uh, insurance. The car is registered to the trust. I did not file North Carolina uh, taxes because I make no income in North Carolina. I do everything through my trust. So I did file federal taxes for 2022, no state taxes in 2022, because I have everything in my trust. Okay. Um, so yeah, so my next question is, you know, once a person decides to get into, you know, forming a trust, you know, what, what, what would be the, you know, like initial suggestions that or tips that, you know, you could give them uh, in, you know, in order to help them, you know, decide what kind of trust do they want to set it up with? Correct. Correct. Um, this is why when uh, you go out to my website, you can set up an appointment with me. I also do a live um, Q&A every Monday night, 8 p.m. East Coast time uh, to answer questions there. 
um, people, people will decide what they're going to do. Just to give you an idea, the gentleman I was telling you about that makes $40,000 a month uh, doing, selling uh, mm-hmm. weight loss Affiliate marketing. things online. He, um, I, I, do real, I do real estate here in North Carolina. And uh, one of the real estate deals I did for him is in a small uh, county called Anson County. It's about an hour and a half from mm-hmm. Charlotte. We, we, got him a, we got him a house that he only had to pay. This is crazy. A three-bedroom, one-bath brick house. He paid only $12,900 for that house. It's on 16 acres. He's like, well, I need the beneficial trust now. I told, I told him, no, you don't. The house is not worth that much. You know, the, the house, you know, you, when you divide up all, he's gone to the uh, county uh, people, mm-hmm. 16 acres. He can divide it in half. And now he's going to build a three-bedroom, two-bath house that is handicap available on, on half acres. Then he'll need the spendthrift, the the beneficial spendthrift trust. Right now, he just has a business trust. But when his income gets mm-hmm. high enough, then he get, get get then he can get the beneficial spendthrift trust. So we, I have this conversation with people because I don't want people to be ripped mm-hmm. off. Um, do you mind if I tell you yeah, another sure. story? Go ahead. I had someone contact me. Uh, I'm just going to use first names. Her name her name is Anastasia. Mm-hmm. She's in the U.S. military, so thank her, thank, thank her for her uh, service. Unfortunately, her parents are divorced. Her dad passed away. Her dad had three rentals, and he left the three rentals for her and her two brothers. So three people are on three rentals. Anastasia has four rentals mm-hmm. herself. Her mom has five rentals. She thought they were going to need a trust for each individual, like th- th- different things. And I said, no, 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 just one trust for the entire mm-hmm. family. So how it's happening is the three houses her three brothers are that her brothers and she mm-hmm. are on, they they have one bank account where the money comes in through that. Her rentals are in a, a different bank account. Her brothers don't mm-hmm. know about it. Her mother doesn't know about it. Her mother's her mother's in the trust with a different bank account, and her bank accounts, Anastasia and her two brothers don't know about. But all of them are under just one trust, saving a lot of money. The three properties they inherited from her her father were all paid for. So she did a HELOC, you know, um, home equity line of credit on one of the properties to pay for the trust. They've put, uh, do you know about subject, subject eight, uh, real estate where it's people that this, uh, the county pays for them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're paying the uh, loan off on that HELOC so that now all the money they make in there is as, um, the rental income is going to be completely covered by the trust. Her brothers think that brothers put their vehicles uh-huh. in. She put her vehicle in. The mother put her vehicles in. They're saving so much money. And you know, when Anastasia contacted me, she thought they were going to need like five different trusts. I'm like, no, 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 no. You just need one trust. We're just going to set it up with each person having their own bank account. She's like, that's easy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I understand. You know, like you know, the complexities of you know this kind of venture that a person wants to you know go through. Right. So if people want to reach you, where could they reach you? Correct. Uh, again, my my name is a little bit unusual. Sally Gimmon. I'm on uh, Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on YouTube. By the way, my YouTube channel is small. So please like me on mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, I, on TikTok, uh, if you go out to TikTok, my handle there is Spendthrift Trust. I'm a little bit famous there because I have over 13,000 follow, 13, followers on Damn. TikTok. But um, the website is the trust is you.com mm-hmm. my podcast it's uh it's 
a little bit older mm -hmm. than yours, Ganesh. It's got 22 episodes. Okay. Uh, it's called Stop Paying Capital Gains Now with an exclamation, uh, exclamation mm -hmm. mark. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it anywhere that uh, you download your um, mm -hmm. podcast. And then I do do a live Q&A, thetrustisyou.com slash Q&A, mm -hmm. Monday nights, 8 p.m. East Coast time. I go over my slide deck and then I answer questions for anybody who's there. So uh, I, I want to help as many people as possible. It might not be for you today. It might be something you're looking at in nine months, maybe in three years. At least you have an idea of how, how you can save money easily. Mm -hmm. Got it. So, yeah, see, uh, just like everything in life, you know, like trusts also do come with, you know, do come with their own kind of disadvantages. Um, you know, according to you, what could be those disadvantages? Again, you know, it's you're going to have to figure out when you need it yourself. I tell people making about $50,000, you know, the price 20,500 for one mm -hmm. trust, $37,000 for both trusts. If you're making more than that, you know, my, my, uh, I've got another car salesman. He sells Porsches in California. He's like, I could pay this trust with just selling one car, uh, one <laughs> Porsche. I'm like, congratulations, you know? So when, when it's, when it's time for you to get this, I'm here to help you. Um, I'm going to be honest. I was teaching in my mastermind. Uh, I found out about this in my real estate group. I was doing a mastermind for 18 months there. My mentor, my friend, and then he became my business partner. He and I had a falling out. He lied about money. I'm like, uh, I, he, he blamed, I, I hate to say this. He's like mm -hmm. a narcissist. So he blamed me for everything. And he took away the, my cash cow. You know, I'm selling this in my real mm -hmm. estate group. He, thank God he did that because it made me get motivated to start my own company in March of 2022, mm -hmm. thetrustisyou.com. I got a large contract with business brokers. I got to start my podcast. I'm helping more people than just the, uh, my real estate invest, my real estate investor friends in the real estate group. I'm now in another real estate group, enjoying what I'm doing. But um, now that I'm, I'm, I'm out there, I'm speaking on podcasts. I'm speaking. I just talked to an insurance group on, on uh, Wednesday mm -hmm. night. I talked to a crypto group last Saturday. I'm trying to get onto live speaking stages because Again, not trying to make fun of people, but 97% of the trusts in the United mm -hmm. States are only avoiding probate and don't, doesn't, it doesn't save you from paying federal taxes, keeping your information private, or stopping you from being sued. People think when they're in an LLC, they don't get sued. Oh, that's so wrong. You get sued with, when you have an LLC and they can go after you if they know how to do this, if an attorney knows how to do it correctly from the LLC to your personal finances. It could get ugly if you if you're only with an LLC. So again, I appreciate this, Ganesh, that you're letting me talk on your new podcast. Thank, Thank you. you so much for you know uh, giving us the opportunity to talk to you. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I know uh, last you know few questions from my side. So apart from uh, you know sure. your business, what are, what are your you know core ha you know hobbies? Um, you know that you do on the side. Um, my three businesses, just to give you an uh -huh. idea, I have a website called Sally Soul Silver, Silver mm -hmm. Coins. I have um, uh, Excess Elite. I sell online education. And then, uh, oh, I just forgot, Novatech. <laughs> I do that. Um, I, I'm i a real estate investor. I right now putting together, uh, people were, were taking down 192 acres raw land, 12 miles from Charlotte, North Carolina. I, I, I put a real estate investor. I, I I'm getting 1% on the deal uh, and a developer together on the deal. Um, I, 
I'm having a fun life. I get to do all kinds of mm -hmm. fun things. So yeah, um, <clears throat> one more question is, what do you think is sure. more powerful, money or wealth? I'm sorry, say that again. What do you think is more powerful, money or wealth? Money is important. I'm not going to, uh, you know, deny mm -hmm. that. But I think having happiness mm -hmm. in your life is the most important thing. I hear so many people say, "I'll be happy mm -hmm. when," "I'll be happy if." No, 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 no. H happiness comes internally. I, I, my mom was from a very rural Ireland. I don't know where she learned this, but when she was uh, potty training us, you know, in the morning when you get up and do your business and you wash mm -hmm. your hands. She says, she taught us to say, I love you, Sally, in the mirror and smile. I mean, one person a day says, I love you, Sally, to me, you know, no, ma no matter what. And I think it changes. Too many mm -hmm. people have lost hope, unfortunately. Yeah. And if we can change that, that's that's the key. I, 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 I think happiness, internal happiness needs to be found for each individual on their yeah. own. You know, it's more like, you know, happiness is a state of mind rather than a destination, right? Yes. Correct. If, if you go out to my website, thetrustisyou.com, mm -hmm. you're going to uh, download my slide deck. Second to last page has uh, several books that I really think anybody, I don't care what you're doing, should mm -hmm. read. I, I honestly believe the six inches between our ears is the most expensive real estate out there. Do you know the average American doesn't read at least one book a year? That's really pathetic mm -hmm. and sad. If people just, I can get lost in a story. I, I love to read, but you'll learn about something I've never learned about. Um, you, what, what, I, if you don't mind asking, Ganesh, who's your favorite author? Um, my favorite author ever is you know, Arthur Conan Doyle, who wrote, um, you know, like Sherlock Holmes. Have you ever heard of Wilbur Smith? I have heard of him, but I have not read his, uh, you know, writing. He writes about Africa. The first, the first book I read by him, I was in the Peace Corps for two years, so you got whatever was mm -hmm. available. The first book I, I read about him was Diamond Hunters. I, I'm fascinated by his mm -hmm. books. I, if I find a new Wilbur Smith book, you won't see me for three days because I'm reading it from front to the front, from the mm -hmm. front cover to the back cover because I love his stories. I mean, you could get lost in things, you know. So, so I really believe happiness is internal and just. Getting lost in a book is just so much fun. Yes, I think that's one of the uh, you know like secret joys of life. Um, you know, getting the just the opportunity to do, you know um to, let's say get into others others' mind. You know how they view the world and you know their writing uh, through their writings and you know how they have expressed themselves. Um. So yeah, uh, Sally, it was very nice. Um. You know, for me to learn from you because. Me being an Indian, you know, I understand a little bit, um, you know, financial systems and laws and how United States works as a as a country, right? Because um, exactly. And, and, and are you in India or are you in no, the United I'm, States? No, I'm I'm from India. I'm in India. Okay, just to give you uh -huh. an idea, this comes from England. The yeah. trust, you know, not not to say anything bad about India, but you two were under uh, British rule for a long time. So was the yes. United States. I don't know if this is in uh -huh. India, but you you should research. Yeah, for we it. have something similar to this um, in India, uh, you know, that oh, has fantastic. been implemented. And uh, you know, since you contacted me, I have looked into it. So yeah, hopefully, I also get something similar of my own uh, very soon. So yeah, thank you very much for you know kind of opening this door for me. Um, you know, where I have also looked into our own laws. 
uh, to find a similar well, thing. My job is done. I've taught one more person something new. You'll, uh, you'll Ganesh, you're finding out, finding it in India. Uh, if I can, if you can uh, start saving money there, that's, that's exactly what I want to do. Uh, being on your podcast and other people's podcasts. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, because you know, you did really give this opportunity for me to just go through everything and understand how this works. And, you know, because, um, I, I, I was very interested with, you know, Rothschild and all these people, you know, who have generational wealth and, uh, often people underestimate where that wealth has been stored, right? Because as you said, you know, like United States is the Sioux land, you know, like everybody likes to sue everybody, you know, for even the for minor sure, of yes. the minor of the things. So, you know, I did always wonder, um, you know, like how did these people, let's just store their money and made sure, you know, their wealth or their assets were untouchable, you know. So yeah, thank you very much for right. you know helping us understand you know how they are doing it, so that you know let's say we can just copy them, and you know hope to uh, you know uh, safeguard our own assets in the long term, and also make it a generational habit, you know to understand how money and law works, so that in the long term, um, you know as you said right, um, we can not only save taxes, but you know we can keep the let's say the uh, wealth rule, just, just keep it rolling. Exactly. And, and, and you, with you starting up this new podcast, you know, someone might hear about this in four months, five months, 15 months, you know, who knows? So thank you for having me as a guest. I appreciate sure. that. Uh, you're welcome. Um, so yeah, uh, it was very nice talking to you. Uh, we, I hope to have you once more, you know, in the future. Um, just talking about, uh, you know, Miss Sally rather than the business savvy side and, you know, financial genius side of you. Um, Excellent. You've got my email address. Let, uh, let me know when it's good for you. I wish you luck with your new podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so to our listeners, um, this is the end of our episode. Uh, thank you very much for sticking with us for uh, however long this episode is. And also... Uh, kindly make sure that in the description of this episode there is a link to uh, you know Sally's website um, so you just uh, you know just click on the website and you know show her support and love you know from our let's say from my you know my own listener base so thank you very much everyone see you tata